Welcome. So good to be with you on this Wednesday as we get together for a little midweek Bible study and devotional time. And I'm so glad that you've chosen to join us today uh, to do just that. You know, one of my favorite shows is a show called Dirty Jobs. I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with that show. Uh, if you're not, what are you doing? Because it's a really good show. But uh, all kidding aside, the premise is, is really simple. If you've seen the show, then you know this. But if you haven't, the basic premise of the show is that a guy by the name of Micro goes around with a camera crew because it's a show, right? Uh, but he goes around and he basically goes around the country doing difficult, strange, disgusting, messy, and or dirty occupational duties alongside the job's current employees. So these are jobs that people have and he just comes alongside and does them along with them kind of to point out, you know, the A, the uh, the need uh, that that are that is being accomplished through these jobs. These are vital jobs in a lot of cases that that do a lot of good, uh, but also that there's some not so fun jobs out there that that people are doing and uh, working hard at and doing to the best of their abilities. And so, out of all the jobs though that Mike has done, I think I read that he's done I don't know somewhere between two and three hundred, maybe even more than that since the writing of the article. Um, out of all the jobs he's done, he's done so far, you know, specifically for the show. He was asked to rank what what are your top five? You know, what, what are the top five dirtiest, nastiest, you know, worst jobs, basically, uh, out of all that you've done. And so he he listed them. Uh, number five on the list was sewer inspector, which I think kind of pretty much speaks for itself. Right. Sounds disgusting is disgusting. Uh, next on the list was uh, snake researcher of all things. Uh, that one was actually up here in, in Michigan. Part of the job was studying the feeding habits of water snakes. And so they had to pull these huge snakes from Lake Erie. And here's what Mike said. Uh, and if you've seen the show, uh, they had to squeeze them until they puked. Uh, then they would analyze what came out to see what they were eating. So as Mike put it, it's as disgusting as it sounds. Uh, but as he said on the day in question, to add to the excitement, I was bitten no less than three dozen times. That's right, 36 times. Annoying, bloody, and very dirty, as he put it. Uh, third on the list was cow inseminator. And I'm just gonna leave that at that. I don't think that needs any more commentary. Uh, next on the list was one you might not typically think of, uh, concrete chipper. Uh, so the drum on the concrete turns, right, as, as you, you know, and you can see them and just mixing the concrete and keeping it to where it doesn't stay still. But inevitably, there's a thin layer of concrete that does accumulate on the walls of the drum and it begins to harden. And by the end of the day, the interior of the drum is encased in some cases, no pun intended, with several tons of hardened concrete, which obviously needs to be cleaned away, right? And so concrete chippers crawl into these, I mean, very tight spaces, unspeakably claustrophobic environments, and slowly chip away at the concrete. As Mike said, it's dusty, and it's dirty, and it is back-breaking work. And then last on the list, none other, none of, none other than shark suit tester say that three times fast shark suit tester and here's what mike had to say about the job he said the reality is that the only way to see if a stainless steel shark suit works is to put it on and jump feet first into a full-on feeding frenzy to be bitten by a variety of hungry sharks and shook like a toy tug toy 60 feet below the surface sounds fun right he went on to say i did this for shark week did this job for shark week against my better judgment, but live to tell the tale. Not really dirty, but straight up terrifying. I won't be doing it again, ever. <laughs> well, those would certainly qualify as dirty, 
and difficult jobs, tough assignments that I'm sure not many of us, if any of us, would like to sign up for or be given. But I guess somebody has to do them, right? I mean, somebody's got to, to, to fulfill those jobs. And speaking of tough assignments, on a more serious note, you know, there are times when God gives us, gives people some, some tough assignments that we've got to carry out, not necessarily in a, in a disgusting and dirty and difficult job environment, but in the midst of a difficult and dirty and sinful and fallen world that we live in. And two people who come to mind, especially around this time of year, who certainly would fall into that category, are people by the name of Mary and Joseph. They truly could say that God gave them a really tough, dirty job. I mean, there's a lot that goes into this job, and certainly we we think of the good aspects of it, right? They, I mean, you get to be the parents, the, the, the earthly parents of the very Son of God, right? And, and, and that is a, a beautiful a beautiful picture that comes with that, right? But there's also the negatives, the hard parts, the tough part of the job assignment. Along with the issues of the social stigma, the pregnancy, there was the challenge of how do we not only have this baby, but raise this unique child in our home. And that's not even speaking of some of the things of him growing up and then the ultimate eventual reality of what this child ultimately came to do, which is to go and to die on a cross, which by the way, in the end, Mary from the foot of the cross watches her son do. Talk about a brutal job assignment. And yet, according to scripture, both Mary and Joseph respond to the assignment from God with such simple and immediate obedience. You think about Mary, when the angel informs her of her design, excuse me, divine assignment, her response in Luke chapter 1 verse 38 is, I am the Lord's servant. May your word to me be fulfilled. Do with me as you would have me do. And then just a few verses later, she sings this, this beautiful song of worship and praise to God in response to what God is calling her to do. And I'm not going to read the whole song, but starting in verse 48, Mary sings, My soul glorifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he's been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed. That's what she says in the midst of it. Will call me blessed for the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. It's just this beautiful psalm of praise and worship to God. And so there's no waffling. There's no but, 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 but. She just, she says, yes, I'll do it. In fact, I'm blessed among all people to even be given this assignment. And then in Matthew chapter 1, we see the portion of the story about Joseph. He finds out that his wife-to-be, although in those days, you know, we, we would call it an engagement. In those days, it was a, a betrothal, which uh, is very different, or not very different, but it's different in, than our engagement period. Um, they do marriage, they did marriage differently back then. But basically think of it as, and once you were betrothed, once you got into that period, which lasted, lasted about a year before the actual wedding, uh, you were considered to be married. Now, the wedding had not taken place and the consummation of the marriage had not taken place, but in all intents and purposes, for all intents and purposes, you were married during that time, during specifically the time that Joseph and Mary are in, that he finds out, here's the key point, that she is pregnant. And here's another key point, the baby is not his. And Joseph, being a good guy who wanted to do the right thing, uh, scripture says, didn't want to expose her to uh, public disgrace, even though kind of had every right to do so under the law. Instead, he decided to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, Matthew says, 
An angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and told him not to be afraid to take Mary as his wife because that baby inside of her that was being conceived was not from another man, but rather from the very spirit of God himself. And that baby was the chosen Messiah who would ultimately save his people from their sins and all people, including us, from our sins. And Matthew tells us, now Joseph doesn't maybe fully grasp all of that, but Matthew tells us that when Joseph woke up, he did exactly what the angel of the Lord had commanded him to do. He took Mary home as his wife and he gave him the name, the baby, the name of Jesus, just as the angel told Joseph to do. Again, no waffling, no second guessing, no but, 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 just like Mary, Joseph just woke up and went and put into action what God had called him to do. Now, at this point, let me also say that I'm not saying that God doesn't give us some room and some grace for those moments and times in our lives when we struggle and we wrestle with obedience in the face of those tough decisions and, and tough assignments and tough circumstances. God certainly gives us times where, where we, we struggle in that, and He gives us grace and, and, and room to be able to do that. And you read through Scripture, and there's plenty of times where, where that is the case. And so I'm not in any way saying that, that God doesn't give us those times of grace. It's not ideal, but He does give us those times of grace. What I am saying, here, here's what I want to highlight and say, is that Mary and Joseph give us such a beautiful example of what it looks like to respond to God's calling with simple and immediate obedience. Because while the assignment was tough, no doubt, and maybe they didn't understand everything that would come with it, everything that 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 would, you know, and, and that it would entail, they, they understood that it was tough, but they also understood who the assignment was coming from. And the rewards of obedience from him, man, those would be so much better and higher. And may we better come to understand that reality and walk out that reality just as they did in our lives as well. Hope you have a blessed day. God bless.